Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. No duh, right? Here we discuss everything from car news, culture, movies, stories, games, interviews, events, and so much more. Without further delay, on with the show. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to another new car special. Today, we have a facelift, actually, and one I wasn't expecting at all. It completely slipped my mind that it was at all possible for this to happen. I am talking about the 2023 Chevrolet Blazer, actually, unveiled with sharper styling and better tech. Let's get into it. Chevrolet today unveiled the refreshed 2023 Blazer, which receives slightly updated styling, a big 10-inch infotainment screen, new colors, new wheels, and more. From the outside, the updates are very subtle, and the overall shape remains unchanged. There are, however, tweaks to some of the details that make a difference. The bright work in the grille, for instance, still underlines the DRLs, but now splits down to the reshaped lower light. Around back, the taillight design has also been changed, with Chevrolet opting for an intersecting pattern instead of the chevrons the Blazer had previously. Along with those changes, Chevrolet is adding some new wheels to the mix. Eight is adding some new wheels to the mix in 18, 20, and 21-inch sizes. Customers will also be able to get their Blazer in fountain blue, sterling gray metallic, copper bronze metallic, and radiant red tint coat exterior colors, all for an extra charge. Inside, the RS model also gets a new color, Night Shift Blue, which sounds like it would make a pretty good rock, rockabilly song? Rockabilly. Is that like rock and hillbilly at the same time? I don't know what that is. More importantly, all models now come with a 10-inch center touchscreen to help with all your infotainment needs. Wireless charging for smartphones is now available on all models, standard on the RS and Premier models, available as an option on lower 2LT and 3LT models, and 4G LTE Wi-Fi hotspot is also available now. Chevrolet is also making the Blazer's driver assistance features available through more of the range. Adaptive cruise control will be available for the 2LT and 3LT models, while the Chevy Safety Assist package comes standard. It offers emergency braking, a following distance indicator, forward collision alert, front pedestrian braking, lane keep assist, lane departure warnings, and automatic high beams. Under the hood, the 2023 Chevrolet Blazer is offered with two engine options. Customers can opt for a 2-liter inline-four that makes 228 horsepower, 231 PS or 170 kilowatts, and is paired a twin 9-speed automatic transmission, or a 3.6-liter V6 that makes 308 horsepower. That's getting with the program. 308 horsepower, 312 PS, or 230 kilowatts, and is paired to the same transmission. The refreshed 2023 Chevrolet Blazer will go on sale this summer, the automaker says. The company has not yet revealed what impact these updates will have on the price of the vehicle. Hard stats out of the way. Let's talk about the looks. And the front is, it's a little bit different. They've changed the, the very squinty, like stink eye headlights. So instead of it... Instead of it almost alluding to a proper like eye, so to speak, as I've called it multiple times, where the where the high beams would typically be, not the DRL, but the actual headlight unit itself. In the old Blazer, the 2020, the 2019 Blazer slash 2022 Blazer, they gave a little bit of space to almost allude to that, even though it wasn't there. A very juke-like, because the Blazer has a very Nissan Juke 2014 Jeep Cherokee headlight arrangement where you have the DRLs up top. And then the actual headlight where the high beam unit would be, the actual high beam unit down below. Although you have the low beams there as well. So the actual low beam unit is down below where the DRL actually is. Again, a very Nissan Juke Jeep Cherokee design arrangement. Nowadays, same thing, except it doesn't allude to the potential of another headlight mode inside the DRL cluster. It's just 
It's all white with the DRL in it, and then a differently, a newly designed low beam, low beam unit that's in the area where typically a side vent would be. Same area where it is in the old Blazer, just with a different design, a different bezel, a different look. Same positioning, different look. With that said, though, even the grill, the lower, the lower and upper grill have a slightly different designs as well. On the twenty eight or twenty nineteen Blazer, the upper grill right in the same area where the DRL unit is, is actually a lot, it's taller, it's more open, whereas on the new car, it seems to be quite a bit slimmer. The lower grille has also been changed slightly from the outgoing model. Now, much like the older one, it's an increasing radius grille. And what I mean by increasing radius is that it starts kind of thinner at the top and then it, it bows outwards. It grows outwards. So sort of like an increasing radius turn. Where it starts off tight and then opens up the further you get along the corner much like that except it's not one corner but again an increasing radius grill it has that same design trait as the older blazer but the thing with the old blazer is that it increased the radius and then decreased the radius once you got to the bottom once you got to the lower half like the lower quarter of the front fascia this time it's interesting because it does the fascia does still have that decreasing radius design on the lower quarter of the bumper. It's just that now the grill does not follow the character line. On the old, on the old blazer, on the old blazer, you had the decreasing radius, and then it continued the character line until you had this black plastic that lines the bottom of the grill. So it's not a grill in its own right. It's just the bottom. It's like the bottom lip. Okay, the bottom lip of a car. And so the grill followed the character line all the way down to the bottom lip, lining out. This time. The bottom lip on the new blazer, the 2023 blazer, the facelifted blazer, has been separated. So the grill, the grill itself can continue to increase its radius up until it stops. And then the body, the, the rest of the body, where the body color itself is, can continue to decrease its radius. So it's kind of got this, this interesting separation between the lip and the grill. So the grill can do its own thing and increase the radius, whereas the rest of the body, where the lip is, can decrease the radius and tighten things up. It's interesting. I don't know which one I like more. I think I like the new one more, mostly because at the very least in the, from the angle I'm seeing it at, from the comparison photos I'm looking at, with the way they separated, especially the lower, the very low portion of the bumper where like the front dam would be, they've made that all black plastic. It makes the, it makes the face look less tall. It makes it look much less like it's got a double chin because the old blazer absolutely looks like, looks like it has a double chin. So the face, I, you know, I wasn't sure about it. I really wasn't sure when I first saw it prior to prior to coming on the air. It was like, Meh. my problem with the current Chevrolet design is that it's not. If you ask me, it's too. It's almost too European, maybe too Asian. It, to me, it's not distinctly American enough. It's kind of following the pack. If you ask me, that's not to say it looks bad. It's just not unique enough to me. But the face, with that said, the face is relatively unique, and I do like it, and I do like it more than the old blazer face because they got rid of that whole double chin thing. Not that they got rid of that lower portion of the bumper. They just made it all black so, it, so you can't really see it. It's not nearly as obvious as it was on the older blazer. So the face, uh, 6.9 out of 10. I, it's, it's okay. It is an improvement. I don't really care for it though. Let me go to the back here and see what they've done with the taillights because, okay, they've changed it. I like the taillight design. I like the tail, the lighting signature they've given. It's kind of, it's kind of funky, kind of trippy. 
And thank God, once again, it's not just a singular straight line done in paint.net. You will be able to tell that this is a blazer down the road, down the road at 12 p.m. at night, or 12 a.m. at night. So, new taillight design. I'm going to give it, honestly, I'm going to give it like a 7.3. I really like it, especially from far away. Very distinctive. Very kind of upscale. I really do like it. Although, I might say that for the whole car, where it's relatively upscale. Yeah, so I like that. The floating C pillar, yeah, A, A, B, C, maybe D pillar. The thing about me confusing C and D pillars on cars is that, as far as I know, traditionally D pillars are for cars, are, are for wagons. C pillars are for traditional SUVs. So either way, the very last pillar that's just ahead of the rear window, it's floating. It's a mess of surfaces. It's really, it's a mess of surfaces, contrasting character lines and angles. That's a bit of a mess. If it was, if Chevrolet had just toned it down a little bit and got rid of these weird, these really, really weird, let me see if I can find it anywhere. They got, they've put these, like, not wings, but it's so hard to explain. But they put these plastic pieces on the end of the rear window. And it's, it's just so ugly. It breaks, it, it breaks everything up. It looks like it looks not only like an afterthought, it almost it almost looks like cost cutting. I'd rather they made it body color so that that character line that that's just below the greenhouse because it kicks up a little bit right past the or right before the rear quarter window, right in the last quarter of the rear passenger window, it the car the the body line then kicks up just below the greenhouse. If they had made that that part where the rear window is body color, so that it would be a more seamless transition and not this mishmash of surfaces and mostly this mishmash of surfaces, it'd be a lot better. But to its credit, the rest of the design is quite good. I do like it. I'm going to give the rear a 7.2. I like it. Just get rid of those of those really ugly plastic end pieces. That's what they really look like. The silhouette, actually, I like it a lot. This is probably one of Chevrolet's better looking crossovers. Silhouette is 7.6. And honestly, I hate to say it, this is a better better silhouette than the Alfa Romeo Tonal, and you want to know why? That C pillar does not have the rake that it does on the Tonal. The rear window is not as angled as it is on the Tonal. It's a much more traditional crossover roofline, and I like that more. I like that a lot more because it doesn't. It it's just not so weird because the rear window on the Tonal sticks out so far, so far, really ugly. Perhaps not ugly, but it's it's really not graceful. It is extremely, to make up a word here, ungraceful. I don't want to say disgraceful. It's not a disgrace. It just doesn't have, it doesn't have the beauty that I think it should. And the Blazer, I am sorry to say, it does. I say sorry to say, but it really does have that grace to me, at least from this angle, from the side view, that the, that the tonal, tonal does not. It has the grace that the Tonal does not have because it has a more traditional roof line. So it doesn't look it doesn't look as funky. It's much more conventional, and here that conventional design wins out. It legitimately wins out over the tonal. Yeah, overall, honestly, actually, I'm gonna give the car a 7.1 for design, for exterior design overall, a 7.1, 7.2 out of 10. If I see it in the flesh, maybe I'll like it a lot more. I'm really warming up to it as I look at it. Yeah, this this honestly gives the tonal a run for its money. It is a, a really good looking. Good looking crossover. I didn't think I, I wasn't expecting to say that. The interior is pretty much standard Blazer affair. It still has the Camaro inspired lower, uh, lower mounted air vents. Very kind of Camaro esque interior, sixth, sixth gen Camaro esque interior. 
not a bad thing, kind of odd. I don't really care for the dash, for the dash design all that much. Those lower air, air vents, eh, dash design, eh, kind of Mazda-esque actually with the circular, with the circular air vents. But again, that comes from the Camaro, but even in their placement, it reminds me heavily of Mazda quite a bit. Once again, you have that tablet-looking infotainment screen, but it doesn't stick up too, too far above the dash. They've actually mounted it quite low. So I prefer that. It's not brilliant. I prefer a properly integrated screen, but it's better than a lot of other cars I've seen. Certainly as of late, I like the gauge cluster. You have normal analog gauges, and then you have your uh, Stellantis slash FCA style TFT screen. So I like that quite a bit too. Yeah, honestly, I'm going to give the car 7.2, 7.3 out of 10. I like it. I like it. There are a few things I'm kind of iffy or just meh about, but on the whole, Chevrolet has done a has done an extremely good job, I think. They've managed to keep what makes the Blazer the Blazer, although that's going to be to the chagrin of most classic Blazer owners, but for people, for modern people that don't, I say modern people, but for current Blazer owners that don't care, they've managed to keep the Blazer, to keep the design traits that make the Blazer the Blazer, and just refine it a little bit, make it look a little bit better, so... Yeah, I think current Blazer owners will largely be happy with the changes made to this one. And then new owners might, or potential owners, potential new owners, might also like the things that have been changed. It's a little bit more aggressive, but it's also a little bit more mature. Doesn't have that obvious double chin that the old Blazer has, which is such an improvement, really. The interior, if you like the Camaro-style interior, you'll like it. If you don't like it, you'll hate it. That much hasn't really been changed. I'm, I'm kind of indifferent on it. It's okay, I don't like the... I. As I said, I don't like where the central air vents are placed, but everything else is okay. It's perhaps standard crossover, and that's that's pretty good. That's pretty okay. So yeah, Chevrolet, 7.2. I'm going to say a 6.8 for the interior. Pretty much your familiar Blazer interior, which I'm just iffy about. But the exterior, 7.2, 7.3. 7.3, really, really good looking. Well done, Chevrolet. What do you guys think of the new Blazer, though? Do you like it? Do you hate it? Are you somewhere in between? Let me know in the comments below. If you enjoyed, in the meantime, though, please like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, please like, comment, share, and consider subscribing. And if you do subscribe, thank you very much. I really, really appreciate that. Please make sure you hit the little notification bell and then all notifications that way you're notified every time I upload. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road, but you don't have or want the Podbean mobile app, hey, not a problem. Boot up wherever you get your podcasts. Type in Cody's Car Conundrum and then choose the episode you want to listen to. I will see you all next time. While we take this short and elevator musicless break, sorry, I would like to inform you all that there is more CCC content for you to enjoy. For articles, videos, polls, quizzes, posts about the podcast, and even a little bit more, please head on over to my all-new Cody's Car Conundrum website. With a whole new design and all my content in one place, the new Cody's Car Conundrum website is the home of everything I do with CCC. Just go to codyscarconundrum.com to devour even more car-based content. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at CodyCar, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.